This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. Let's find out if Josh Blankenship is one cup in. It's 7.01 here on the Blitz 1170. We're in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. Rick Corey and Bryce Hulse. We are joined by the head football coach at Broken Arrow. His name is Josh Blankenship. So are you a coffee in, my friend? I'm exactly one in. You nailed that one. <laughs> well, it was Big Voice Guy who nailed that one, actually. All right, so yeah. uh, unfortunately, season's over. 21-18, to 18, Norman beating Broken Arrow on a Thursday night, a week from uh, tomorrow night. But, you know, into the season, your guys played so tight and so well. Let's, let's go to the actual game itself. Um, I didn't, unfortunately, get a chance to see it, Josh. Obviously, a very close football game. How do you break it down? Uh, we opened up uh, kicking the ball off, and they returned uh, that opening kick and uh, were able to keep the lead for the rest of the game. Um, we let them score one more time before we started uh, putting anything on the board. Uh, so it kind of opened up another hole, 14-0, like we did the previous uh, previous week against Moore. Um, so it was uh, playing from behind most of the game. Our defense really probably had one of their best games they played. Um, did a great job against a really, really dangerous uh, Norman offense. And then our, our offense, uh, again, pretty shorthanded, but found a way to move the ball up and down the field. But uh, if, we, if we got a penalty or if we got off schedule, um, you know, if we got off, off the chains a little bit, we had a hard time uh, overcoming that and, uh, you know, put a couple points on the board, but obviously not enough. Is that, you know, you talk about that, and, and I've seen on so many teams, we, we both have, who are that way. You're, you're, you're fine, but anything happens, it's hard to get back where you need to be. Is part of that just a testament to the youth, even though I know they're growing up as the season's gone along? You know, it's a mixture of both, and, and that's what's so hard to evaluate. You know, it's uh, with, with your youth, you should see a lot of progression through the season, which we did, um, but with the injuries on top of that, it was hard to keep, um, you know, even close to the same group on the field um, throughout the season. And so, the, you know, with the roster and the two deep changing what felt like day by day, mm. um, you know, sometimes that was more the issue that, um, you know, in this particular situation, uh, you're shorthanded on, on what you would normally do in this situation, uh, whether it be a position, you know, maybe it's a, a third and long and you need to be able to throw the ball, but you're, you know, you're short receivers or it's, um, you know, short yardage, and you either need your QB to run it, or you need to hand it off to a back, and you're you're out of running backs, or you know, whatever it is. It was, um, you know, I think I, if you can kind of really analyze it, you saw the progression in the areas that you had hoped you would. Um, but then there's that weird anomaly of uh, you know having a completely different group. It felt like a lot of a lot of a lot of the time, uh, week in and week out, and so then it's you know, what can you do? Um, so it was a mixture of both. Yeah, and that what can you do week to week changing like that? I mean, I know you guys coach because it's <clears throat> both a challenge and excitement, but you get into a season like that where you you do literally look around the locker room, okay, what do I have this week? How do you approach that personally? You know, it's uh, what, what was fun was the players. You know, they were very much a next man up attitude. Um, you know, in the coaching office, um, trying to put a plan together every weekend, um, you know, a little bit of it was really healthy, you know, because I think even when you're uber talented and you're super healthy, um, you know, a very good thing for the coaching staff is to still not get too far. I think a lot of times coaches get get in the way of the players with our own egos. You know, we come up with all the things that we 
um, can come up with that look good. Um, and really what you ought to be doing is, uh, you know, nuancing the things that you do best. And uh, this year we are forced to only do what we could do best and, um, and to really take a hard look at what do we do best. Um, and I think that that can be good for you uh, as a coaching staff because that's, that's where you've always got to start. Yeah, and as an old coach once told me, you know, coaching uh, football is a simple game made complicated by coaches, and sometimes that is no the doubt. case, and there's not much you can do about it. 705, Blitz 1170, Josh Blankenship with us. Uh, his season is over. We're going to talk about the schedule and where they go from here in a moment. Bryce? Coach, what can you say about your group of seniors and what they've meant to you as, as you've all that you've accomplished this season as they've as their careers come to a close? Yeah, unbelievably proud of those guys. Um, and I know coaches say that every year, but um, this was one of those years with playing as many young guys as we were that you could have your seniors check out. Um, you know, I know there are some coaches that will go into a new place and kind of blow it all up and just play all the young guys and run the old guys off. Um, we didn't do that, didn't have to do that. Um, we had great leadership from our seniors, you know, not only the guys that were on the field with the Cooper Bates and the Jamie Murillo and the Carson Ernstons and many more, but um, the guys that weren't necessarily getting playing time that were unbelievably invested in um, uh, really trying to leave a legacy and, and really set this thing up for the young guys and, and show them the way they need to get it done. Yeah, I was going to ask something along those same lines. Missing a guy like Cooper Bates, who has been kind of your offensive engine and kind of heart. And if you look at that quarterback room, not a lot of you know completions or even attempts for anybody else. His absence, how big is that going to be for you, Josh? It'll be the leadership part. I mean, he the unbelievable heart and courage that that guy uh, has and had and demonstrated all the time and then his willingness um i think i think it's he's going to leave a mark for a long time but even as a qb1 willing willing and asking and begging to go do something else and something more um so we ended up playing him at safety for the second half of the year he was our punter uh he would have run down on kickoff if we had let him <laughs> it was uh it's just one of those guys that uh, everybody's going to miss because of, uh, you know, not only his leadership, but just what he modeled every day. Yeah, and those are the guys you, you do really, really miss. And we've talked about this before. When you get to the end of a year, I mean, you've got things to do, and there's, you know, you're kind of carrying on through the summer. You've got summer programs. You've got winter programs. So what's the schedule from here? What happens now? Uh, we ramp up right away. So, um, you know, the machine that Broken Arrow is, there's a lot of, adjustments that got to be made with um you know we're so spread out so you got to adjust all the shuttles um the six hour shuttles so we've got our uh ninth graders are now shuttling over to the high school for off season um and then we've got to get it changed up where the eighth graders now uh shuttle over for their session of their off season um so it's a machine you know the kids at the high school start at 145 and then the freshmen that are about to be sophomores start at 215 and then the eighth graders that are about to be ninth graders, they start at 315, and then it just keeps rolling from there. So. Yeah, I want, I want you to – and I know this is not always easy because your dad's still in the, in the, in the games too, but in the semis – or the quarters, pardon me, you played these teams. Um, so as you break down the teams left, especially on this side of the state, the, you know, the Unions, the Bixby's, the Owasso's, and the Jinxes, um, any, any thoughts on who you think has an advantage, an edge, who's hottest right now, who's got a style you like, any of that? Man, I, it, a lot of fascinating matchups. Um, you know, we're very familiar with Norman North. Um, I think they're arguably the most complete team on the west side. I felt that way when we played them. Uh, I think it was our second non-district game of the season. 
Um, they thumped us pretty good. We had a chance to come back and couldn't do it, but very, very dynamic and sound on offense. Uh, I think their offensive line is, is incredibly underrated. That's one of the best O-lines, uh, well-coached group. Um, obviously a very dangerous quarterback that can run it and throw it. Um, defense, um, uh, they really make you be patient. Uh, they don't want to give up anything big. Um, you know, Westmore, I believe they're playing – are they playing Union? Yes. Um, you know, Westmore is probably the most dangerous team out there. Um, they've got so many dynamic athletes. Uh, they're long, athletic, super fast, and, uh, you know, it feels like there's about six or seven D1 guys roaming around on their team. Um, who else we got? Uh, you got Norman, who we just played, mm-hmm. uh, dangerous quarterback, and then one more I'm not thinking of. Uh, Santa Fe. Santa Fe is the only one I'm not very familiar with. You know, we, uh, we played that running back when he was a true freshman, um, so we knew how special he was going to be. And, um, you know, they have to go into jinx and beat them again and, you know, so they. I think it'll be interesting matchups, and they're fascinating. But um, you know, I think the West Side still got their work cut out for them because they got to go over to yeah. I think all the East Side mm-hmm. squads to beat them. Yep, they do. All right, so Thanksgiving next week with the tribe. Uh, tell me what that's going to be like. A lot of food, uh, <laughs> a lot of deviled eggs shoved in at once. Um, <laughs> you know, so we'll host, and uh, we'll go to my mom and dad's on Wednesday night. And then we'll host uh, anybody that wants to come over on Thanksgiving Day. That's that's fun. Is there you know you, with with a, a group of kids like this, you know, you've got the adoptees, you've got your kids, so you got a you got a wide range of people there. You mentioned deviled eggs, which oh, I love deviled eggs. Is there something else in that group that somebody really wants that maybe isn't normal or something they really gravitate toward? What do they love? Uh, my kids have taken on my personality in that anything that's out, we're, we're pretty happy with, we're going to eat it. Um, my, um, uh, my little kids especially enjoy actually making cranberry sauce. I don't know how much they love eating it, but they like, they like watching those, uh, cranberries pop when you boil them and then make the sauce out of it. So, um, that's probably the only thing that I can think of off the top of my head that they really enjoy doing. That is fantastic. All right. So last, very last thing though, when you get over there and that table's full, what's the first thing you go to? I'm telling you deviled eggs, you like sneak. Those are, um, really convenient to like, just, <laughs> uh, grab one as you're moving down the line or passing <laughs> things around and you can slip like three or four in your mouth pretty quickly without anybody noticing. Yeah. It's like you, like you said about the old, uh, the, the footlong Cody do away with the evidence and knock that down before you even get to the table. Right. <laughs> Exactly. If, if nobody saw it, you didn't have one yet. Exactly. It doesn't count. Uh, well, Josh, I'm sorry the season's over, but I, I know you learned a lot. Your, your team learned a lot. I know it's a young group. It'll be exciting to see what happens next year. And I know that, that you have a lot of things on your plate, and you guys don't have to do this. So thank you very much for your time all season, and we'll do it again next year. You got it, Rick. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.